This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the greatest spectacle in racing and wrap up the second week at Darwin's Hidden Valley for the supercars. I hope you'll stay with us on Inside Motorsport this week. The greatest spectacle in racing, the Indianapolis 500, was run without a spectator in sight. The 104th running of the 500 proved a number of challenges, not being run on Memorial Day as Roger Penske and his new ownership of the circuit was hoping by delaying the race, they would be able to get some crowd there. But in the end, the COVID-19 ep epidemic has caught another sporting event. The race? Well, it was an exciting affair with New Zealand's Scott Dixon dominating the majority of the race. But in the latter stages, it was Takuma Sato driving for Ray Hall Lanigan, Letterman Racing, who was successful in taking his second Indy 500 victory. He did so and spoke to NBC after the race. This is unbelievable. Thank you so much. I can't find a word. Can't find a word. How did you hold Scott Dixon back, Taku, uh, who had the best car all day long? Yes, we did. I think we did. And um, obviously we, uh, we left short from Dixie. And we knew um, in terms of the fuel strategy was a little tight. I couldn't use the max power, so I had to switch back and forth. And Scott was coming right through out of turn four. <laughs> He's screaming coming and yeah. I was just held off. So thank you so much. So Takuma Sato taking the victory and the Borg Warner Trophy for 2020. It was interesting that the Speedway announced that any fan who had been coming to the race and watched the race on TV, when they returned to the race next year, their streak of attendances was going to be kept alive. And though all the normal spectators who have been coming for 20, 30, 40 years to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to watch the race, well, the uh, CEO decided that he would issue a proclamation to say that they were going to be uh, allowed to keep that streak continuing on. That might be a question we'll be asking in a few weeks' time about Australia's own great race, the Bathurst 1000, as it still seems unsure whether a crowd or even media will be able to attend that event. Speaking about the supercars, and they held their second event at Darwin Hidden Valley Raceway last weekend. A different strategy for tyres with everyone running soft tyres right across the weekend saw a very different set of results and one dominated by the DJR Team Penske driver of Scott McLaughlin. I had an opportunity to catch up with Scott and his teammate Fabian Coulthard after the race. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Scotty. You said you're going to shout the bar and I was looking at the traffic cam on Mitchell Street, mate, and there is already a jam up in front of Monsoons. Hey, Monsoons is not the place to go tonight, and I'm not telling you where I'm going. No, <laughs> no I don't know. Apparently, it's on Ryan, actually. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that's what we're it's hearing. It's been pretty two good, week, two good weekends for the team up here. So, you know, 
come away with maximum points for today with Scott and then you know, equal first last time we were here. So it's been a good couple of weeks away. I'll definitely buy a round though. Maybe two or three. In all seriousness, should this have been the format from that you ran for the Triple Crown last weekend, considering that you achieved the feat a week later? Uh, yeah, I think this format was more realistic for the Triple Crown, yeah, uh, in regards to keeping it the way that it had been for the last 20 years. So, um, yeah, I was a firm believer in that. Even J-Dub said last week when he won it, like it sort of wasn't how it tended to be, uh, you know, throughout those years. So um certainly think, you know, the mixed tyre format was more of a variable than it, this weekend. And like I said at the start to you guys, I, it was fully pace-driven and, um, you know, we proved that. And we heard, I think it was Nick talking about coming back to the race, same racetrack after you might not have had a, a good weekend and immediately having to respond. What's this going to be like uh, for the next couple of rounds? Is If you're winning, it's probably not the same pressure as if you're not doing as well. But have you enjoyed the opportunity to try out these tracks back to back in, even in this case, almost similar weather conditions? I think it's... It, it provides a, a, it's almost like the practices are like a little test day because when you have a bus car, you can come back here and you can actually experiment a bit knowing that you've got a pretty solid base, um, you know, between the two, like between the two tracks. So yeah, for sure. Um, the, you know, that, that was um, a big thing for us, a big plus uh, to come here and, and experiment a bit, go back to sort of what we get halfway in between and work really well. Fabian Townsville. How do you approach the uh, the back-to-backs there and and what are you looking forward to about the changes to go to Townsville? Looking forward to racing back on a street track. Um, you know, we've done a few races now where, you know, they've been back-to-back on permanent facilities, which is good as well. But um, obviously Townsville is a totally different style of circuit. You know, you've got to really attack the curbs and have a car that does both high speed, low speed. It's quite tricky to set the car up for that one. So... Um, yeah, I'm just excited to go to a street track and race there. Thanks, guys, and have a good week. A number of different drivers all featured on the podium across the weekend, Scott Pye being one of them. And he talked about the relationship he's been building with his engineer, the head of engineering for Team 18 and Scott Pye's Car 20 team, who has moved into the direct engineering line, and that is Phil Keed. Yeah, Phil, Phil's been great and um, he's a, a very uh, theoretical thinker and, and for me I'm probably more um, practical, I guess, and, and that's been something that's been a challenge to understand each other and, and for sure in the first event that was um, we had radio dramas um, for the first two events we were together. Actually, sorry, it's our third event together, sorry. Um, first two events together we had radio dramas and, that, and our communication was, was hindered a little bit. Um, but now I feel like we're really we're talking the same language um, and, and we're a lot more patient with each other, which is starting to get more out of our own performance and, and feel as well. I, I'm, you know, proud of him, the way he's finding his confidence now in backing my race pace, um, backing my over, overtaking and kind of taking some risks, which maybe some more inexperienced engineers might be a little bit um, cautious of doing. And he's really, really backing his ability. Um, and, and, you know, that, that makes me smile. I love seeing people... Um, believe in themselves and, and take a risk because I believe we're all here because we're good at what we do and we shouldn't second guess anything we do um, as I believe we'll get it more right more often than we get it wrong. So 
just trying to keep pushing Phil. He's doing the same with me and, yeah, it just seems to be starting to gel now. Nick Perkett talked about the difference about having to race at the same circuit only a week after their last visit. Yeah, normally as a driver, we come out on the Sunday night on Monday and throw the list of excuses out and don't have to worry about it for a year. But now it's, you know, if you come out on Monday and say you're going to go better next week because you found problems with the car and you don't, it's a bit <laughs> awkward. So I enjoy it. You know, actions speak louder than words. So for us as a team, you know, we, myself and AE dug deep during the week to try and, you know, keep developing our car. You know, on Car 8, we're always trying to develop with new parts and bits and pieces and take that step forward to try and catch the, the likes of T8 and Penske. We kind of um, threw some pretty big changes at it between myself and AE. So it was nice to be able to come back a week later and have the same conditions, the same track and all that kind of thing. So that, you know, it makes that a little bit easier for developing the car, but back-to-back weekends at the same track, I don't think it really helps any anyone. It's just easier than packing them up and going to another round. We've got time to prep them and press on. The Supercars Championship now, and Scott McLaughlin leads the way on 1,324 points over Jamie Winkup on 1,147 points. Winkup's teammate Shane Van Gisbergen is running in third with the Chaz Mostert, the Walkinshaw Andretti United driver, in fourth place, and Nick Perkett for Brad Jones Racing running there in fifth. In the team's championship, it's Shell V-Power Racing Team, which is Scott McLaughlin and Fabian Coulthard's team, leading Red Bull Holden Racing Team of Wing Cup and Van Gisbergen. From from the Truck Assistant Boost Mobile Racing Team, which is comprised of James Courtney and Lee Holsworth, then it's Penrite Racing and the Irwin Racing and DeWalt Racing Team, which is the Winterbottom and Scott Pye combination rounding out fifth place. The team's championship is important as they set the positions for the pit lane order in the next season of racing. The championship now moves over to Townsville, where there'll be two races on the streets of Townsville this weekend. Teams and drivers are already making their way and getting ready for what should be an exciting weekend and an exciting two weekends ahead of what will be expected to be two races at Queensland Raceway and then the championship concluding in October at the Bathurst 1000. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.